Hello, everybody, and welcome again. I'm Pastor Deborah, and you're you. Yeah, you. And welcome to the Garden of Eden, right in my own living room. Yeah, I'm sitting in my living room at a door with the shade down. But really, we're in the realm of the spirit. Yeah, and we're in the Garden of Eden. Who is this? This is a motion video by Pixabay. What I'm going to teach to you today on is about you. Now, this is sort of a picture of what your spirit man looks like. It's not a male. It's not a female. But this will help you to see that part of you that you don't normally think about, even consider, except maybe sometimes in your dreams. Yeah, but we are trying to help you. And did you know the movies are trying to help you? You might see a lot of this world called the spirit realm in fantasy movies, mythological movies, storybooks, witchcraft and shamans, fairy tales. That's right. And the light that's out there, there's several kinds of light. You know that, don't you? You didn't. Well, this is going to help us. We're beginning again another part of our wonderful, dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself, to you. Yeah. Remember in the last one, we had just started talking about the importance of gaining spiritual knowledge by being a spiritual disciple, a student. Mm-hmm. It's valuable. It's important. You must learn. You never see a little baby very rarely not learn and grow. Even just watching with eyes, listening with their earthly ears, things that are going on around them, their biological brain, their soul is learning. It's being shaped. It's being formed by whatever it sees and hears, the stimuli that's coming in through the food that it's eating. Mm -hmm. It's either getting good food or not good food, getting too much of one thing, maybe too much sugar and not enough protein. What its ears hear, the loudness, the harshness, the anger, the fear. The ugly words, they all shape and form the biological brain. Memories are being created, stored in chemical neurons, electrical chemical neurons, sort of like what you see here in this picture. So welcome, welcome to this next class of teaching for you called Spiritual Discipleship Number 2. And I want, again, to wish all of you a big welcome here to the garden. I know you don't know how you got here. You don't know where it is, but that's what we're working towards. So one day you'll just be able to think and you're there. But for right now, you're just a little one and you need lots and lots of knowledge and 
and spiritual information. So let's pick up here in spiritual discipleship number two. Now, this video is from Pixabay. It's a wonderful ministry where I get the free motion videos. I'm recording in Zoom Pro. And you know, I don't use a green screen. So you're going to see some strange things happen around my hair, around the lights, my hand, if I point, could disappear because there's no green screen behind me. It's difficult enough to sit down when the house is quiet. And I have a few hours this morning, set up my camera, get my microphone ready, get dressed, find the right motion video that will help us for each teaching. And then if I had to put up a green screen, it would just, it just adds one more layer, one more thing to do. And my life is pretty busy. I've already premiered two videos this morning. I've already gotten up and taken care of some household duties that I need to do. Now I'm recording, then I'll have some lunch. And then I'm going to go out and do some yard work. Mm -hmm. Mow the grass, cut the grass, then get ready for dinner. Yeah, it's usually a very busy day, every day for me. So this is our time together in the garden. So I want you to sort of look at this video and see your spirit person, your forever person. Does it look like that sometimes? Is that knowledge that's shining and lighting on it? Could be. It's just to help you visualize that world. To see what you cannot see with your natural eyes. You. The real you. Yes, the real you. Your dirt body, it's real, but it doesn't last past death. You know it can be die of sickness and disease, be shot, torn apart, blown up, and it just turns back to earth, ashes, dust. It's gone. But that that's inside of you, your soul, well, that's your one part of you that's attached to your body, it will kind of fade away. Mm-hmm. And all that's left is you, the forever person, the spirit part of you. Mm-hmm. That's the part Pastor Deborah works with, teaches, spiritually adopts. That's the part right there that God of agape love is trying to talk to. And reach and help. Mm -hmm. So let's get started. First with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father. We thank you. For you helping us. To learn and grow. Help us to want to be a disciple. A student. Of you. Your knowledge. Your truth. Help us to spiritually understand. Pull back the veil. That's on our soul. And our spirit. So that we may hear and perceive truth that we don't know about. Help us, Father, as you teach us through the Holy Spirit. As you teach us through your word, through Pastor Deborah. Help us, Father. We need to learn so much. We need to understand and perceive, take in, believe in, plant, and allow to grow and produce your fruit. 
that you desire in our lives, in our spirit, in our heart and mind of our spirit, so that others can see you and come and want to desire to be your child in the realm of the spirit and to learn from you. Help us to be good students, good disciples, diligent, disciplined, with a ears that want to hear, eyes that want to see, a mind that wants to learn. Help us, Father, every way you can. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, we're going to start here in spiritual discipleship, part number two. We had just finished up Hosea 4, 6, where God was giving the prophet Hosea a warning, a prophetic word about when you reject his knowledge, his information, how he sees that, what he has to do, and what will happen to you. And he says he will also have to reject you as his holy priest unto him, which means your prayers will not work for yourself or others. And he will even have to reject your children. Does that mean your earthly children? Yes. can also mean any fruit that comes from you, any of your deeds, your actions, your things that you do that you think are good. So he was telling us there were great consequences for rejecting him and his knowledge. And he's talking to his own people who believe in him. Those who not, do not yet believe in him as God, the only God, the one true God and his son, Christ Jesus. They are already rejected. They're not in a relationship with him. They're not seeking him, his knowledge and truth. So these words from Hosea 4, 6 are to you, those who do believe in God of the Bible, the God of King David and Isaac and Abraham as the one true God and his son, Christ Jesus, as his son and the living sacrifice for us. So we're going to pick up now in another scripture. That will help us continue to continue to understand the importance of being a student, a disciple, learning and growing in spiritual knowledge of God and yourself. Let's go to Isaiah 5, 13 through 14. Isaiah was an Old Testament prophet in the Old Testament. The old, the first part of the Bible will begin in verse 13. Therefore, my, the Lord's spiritual people are spiritually gone into spiritual captivity. Isaiah sees that when you are a believer, even most of you are what we would call carnal believers. You haven't quite yet really believed in your spirit your soul believes and it might be trying to follow god but it makes a lot of mistakes it's called a soulish believer god's after your spirit this one it's not a male it's not a female it's a non-gender being Mm -hmm. 
He's after that one. Because you see, God is a spirit. And he desires and is looking for your spirit to worship him. Acknowledge him. Be in communication with. Be in a relationship with him. In prayer and praise, thanksgiving and worshiping him. In spirit, with your spirit, but in truth, in knowledge. And most of us aren't there yet. So here in Isaiah, he says, my spiritual people, those that do believe or trying to believe, they are spiritually gone into spiritual captivity. This precious one can be trapped by ignorance in his spiritual mind, by his lack of knowledge and truth and understanding, trapped in a land of spiritual ignorance. And Isaiah goes on to explain why. Because they have no spiritual knowledge of my spiritual truths, of my spiritual laws, of agape love, of my counsel, my wisdom, my judgment. And their spiritual honorable men are spiritually famished, starving for my spiritual knowledge. They have none. And their spiritual multitude, the people, are spiritually dried up with spiritual thirst. This spirit being the forever person, believe it or not, he has something in him that is seeking and searching for something. He can't find it, can't put a name to it, doesn't know what it is. Even if it's trapped in ignorance, it seems to be searching through its soul to worship something, to have a God in its life. It's seeking spiritual knowledge. It reads books. It watches movies. Yeah. And what happens is, When you don't have the truth of this agape love, this God of agape love, you're always a searcher and a seeker for him, but you don't know it. Mm -hmm. I just saw how that sort of worked. There's a wonderful movie called Damien and Pythesius. It was about during the time way before Christ Jesus came. And And this was set in Greece. In Athens, they were philosophers. They were thinkers. And they had found something called that every human was a brother to each other. There were no enemies anymore. They loved each other as brothers, as family. But in this other city called Syracuse, there was a dictator. They didn't believe that. And the story goes how these two men came to know each other. Because one man named Pythesius had gone to Syracuse to get this man to come back to Athens. Because the leader of Athens had just passed away. And this new man who was in Syracuse teaching will say the way. Love your brother. Love another human. They wanted him back in Athens to lead that city. 
Well, he went back. But this young man named Pythias got captured. And his wife was pregnant and she was dying. Because she was so devastated that he would not be returning. And that's another story about women back then. But this young man named Damien, sort of a criminal, he said, I'm kind of beginning to believe in this. You are my brother and we're to love each other. I'll take your place in prison for you. You go home and be with your wife. I'll die for you. Because the rule was that another, a sacrifice, could die to a god and take somebody's place. Now, this was 400 years before Christ would come on a cross. But the idea was already there, circulating through humanity about the love one would have for another and how one could sacrifice their own life to save another. So Damien went to prison. Pythesius went home. His wife gave birth. And then they found out that Pythesius had to go back because he had given a promise to that king of Syracuse that he would return and take his punishment of death. Now, Damien, this young sort of street person, criminal, was beginning to believe in this. He wasn't sure if it was real, but he was testing it. He was in prison, and at the sunset on a certain day, he was to die. If Pymetheus did not come back to release him and take the punishment. It was powerful and intense. Brotherly love was being demonstrated. Would he come back? Would his wife let him go? What would the king of Syracuse do? Would Damien's belief in this newfound way, this new philosophy, this love for strangers, would it hold? Would Pymetheus come back and live up to his promise? And he did, right at sunset. And the young king, the prince of that kingdom, who was the son of the king of Syracuse, ran when he saw this. See, young ones, young teenagers, they want to believe and love your neighbor. This agape love, this that we are all brothers. Boy, it was tenseful in the movie. Oh, and guess what? The elderly king freed them both. Love proved a way. People believed God was spreading his word of love your neighbor above yourself. An oath was given and an oath was fulfilled. God was working. They didn't know it was him. It was 400 years before he would come. But the, but the philosophy, the belief, the knowledge. We are all brothers, one family. Holding, sacrificing yourself for another was being played out already. So what happens? We are learning. God desires for us to believe have knowledge, and then let it be tested. Pythesius knew he was going to die. His wife knew, and he went back to save this young one. 
who was just beginning to believe Damien and to fulfill his oath to the king of Syracuse. He expected to die for another, but they were both released. Great movie to watch. I watch some strange stuff, and I never know, maybe till the very end. I just saw another one. Yeah. I can't even remember the name of it. It had to do with the Vikings. It had to do with Thor, who had come down and, oh, did he hate humanity, but he hated this new God, this God and his son more than he hated humanity. And he was willing to have destruction and havoc all over the world. He didn't care about humans. He was trying to get rid of this new God and his son, trying to destroy him and wipe him out of people and get him off planet Earth. Great movie to watch. And what happened? I learned a lot about Satan. He doesn't care for us. He doesn't care for this Earth. He is fixated on his hate of this God of agape love and his son, Christ Jesus. He's trying to rid them off of this earth where he is. Because as long as those two are here, it's war. Satan's reminded that he was kicked out, that he is not God. It's an excellent movie. Now, it had some strange things in it about horns and Thor's hammer and Freya, the gods of the Vikings. But it was a movie about how Christianity was coming into the world of the Vikings and how yet there were still the old gods, Thor and Freya, were still there. And the battle was on. I watched some things and I don't ever... I just think, well, that'd be interesting. And I'm always asking God, teach me. Show me something in here. Show me. Teach me. So let God use any movie. Don't just watch them. Ask him to before you watch it. Say, please, is there something in there that will help me to understand, to see the realm of the spirit? Teach me through books, maybe games you're playing on the computer out in the real world. Sometimes, you know, there's war going on. You want to know, why does somebody do what they do? Are they evil? Where did they get those mindsets, those beliefs? How do you win? How do you fight back? Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking. I'm seeking still. I'm a disciple. I'm still seeking knowledge and understanding. And I seek it in movies. Books, events in the world. So you be a seeker, a disciple. God will direct you. So we're learning here in Isaiah that without God's spiritual knowledge and truth of agape love, his counsel, his wisdom, his judgment, even the spiritually honorable men, they are become famished. You might have a judge, maybe a righteous father or politician or world leader, and they seem honorable and right and caring, but their spirits are famished. They're starving for his 
spiritual knowledge. And they have none. And the people, the nations, the children, even the earth itself, they are all spiritually dried up with spiritual thirst for living water. Mm -hmm. Verse number 14. Therefore, because of this situation, hell, yes, hell, it is a real spiritual place, has spiritually enlarged herself and spiritually opened her spiritual mouth without measure to allow my people I have touched that are born again to come into it. And their spiritual glory will also go into it. And the spiritual multitudes of people and their spiritual majesty and pomp that you might spiritually rejoice in, it too shall spiritually descend into hell. What does that look like? Oh, you have a legacy, maybe as a president, prime minister, dictator, the CEO of a company, a business. Maybe you are the founder of a company, a business. All that goes away when you go to hell. None of that earthly things matter in the realm of the spirit. Nothing. Only spiritual things that your spirit does. That's right. So all that you accomplish in the earthly world, none of it means anything. Nobody will remember you as president in hell. Nobody will remember the good things you did or the bad things. It will all be about your spirit and who it serves and what it's done. So now let's move to Second Timothy 2.15. Timothy was a young disciple student of one of the later apostles named Paul. Paul had been brought up as a Roman and a Jew. He went to Bible school, could read and write. He studied the Old Testament because that's all they had. And when he got touched on his way to Damascus by some bright light, he became converted because God needed to use him. He was not married. He had no children. He was going to be an evangelist traveling all over the ancient world, going to talk to kings, going to prison, being beaten so much he almost died. Well, he was spreading this word of this new God, this Christ who had saved everybody on a cross. Timothy became one of his young disciples. So in 2 Timothy 2.15, let's hear what Timothy has to say to us. Spiritually study to spiritually show yourself spiritually approved unto God. The heavenly father, agape love himself. A spiritual workman 
that spiritually needs to be needs not to be spiritually ashamed. That's right. Your spirit can be humiliated, living in fear and torment, living in darkness, ignorance. It can be humiliated, ashamed, kept in captivity in your thoughts by ignorance. And he is saying study so that your spirit can be approved unto God. So that your your work, your thoughts, your beliefs, what your spirit does, needs not to be spiritually ashamed. Many will be mm-hmm, when they get there. They'll think, well, don't you know what I did? I passed this. I cared about people. But they didn't care about law. All their corruption, their unseen dealings, who they really worshipped will all be known. So Timothy goes on, be a spiritual workman that spiritually needs not to be ashamed. But because you are spiritually rightly dividing the spiritual word of truth, you're learning, you're understanding. Rightly dividing means, what does this mean? Let me look it up. I look up just about every word. And if you notice, I put the word spiritual in front of the words of the Bible. God taught me this years ago to help me to see that his words in that book are words of spirit. I had to think spiritual. I had to see everything, all the battles of the Old Testament, everything that happened. I had to learn, well, that's a work of the flesh. And that's what we do without God in our spirit. But then I had to learn the spirit. I had to learn about the spiritual enemy, Satan, the ancient gods, demons, spiritual warfare, battles, how important our words are, where they could bless or curse somebody. I had to learn. I had a lot to learn. So will you. The spiritual realm is an unseen realm to our natural eyes so guess what we're doing we're watching fantasy movies we're seeking out psychic tarot card readers our ancestors we want to hear from god so we will seek out a prophet somebody that prophesies that god said this our spirits want to praise and worship so we love music Mm -hmm. we all want to be smart and intelligent We're all trying to seek our purposes. We just don't know what they are or how to do them. But God has a way. When a door is closed by one God, one culture, one religion, he'll open another. It just happened in a nation. They are denying some precious, precious people the right to go to school. I think they're females. Because in their culture... Females are not to be educated. They're just to be slaves, servant, stay at home, cover up, have babies. But you're not to be educated. You're not to be knowledgeable in any way, participate in anything. You're basically a slave and a servant, according to their religion. They don't realize what that's going to do to all those precious women. They all have spirits inside. 
their souls now will go. If that's the God that I've been serving, the God of my nation, that is setting this culture up, these traditions, I don't want him. He's not a loving God. He doesn't care about me growing and learning. I want to help people to be a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher. And he doesn't care. He wants to put me back in the seventh century, nothing but a slave. To be there at the beck and call of a man. These people don't realize by clamping down like that. um, Women going to school, being educated, their hearts, their soul and their spirit. Learn something about that God. Now, they're not saying they're saying that's our culture. They're saying, I don't want that. I don't want to serve that kind of God and believe in him. So God's going to scoop them up. They're going to reach out in their dreams. Most of them are here right now, learning spiritually. Did you know this God of the Bible can teach you math, science, medicine, reading and writing in your dreams while you sleep? You wake up and you go, I know how to do that. I know the answer to that. You'll have supernatural abilities to read, write, and understand math because he's working with your spirit. And your spirit, the forever man, forever person, will pass that knowledge to your soul. God can work even in your dreams. So this God of this culture of this nation, (laughs) he just lost all the women to another. Mm Mm-hmm. These men who are running that nation, they don't realize what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're trying to have an ancient civilization back in the 7th century. And he, they who made these decisions, they are turning these women to God. I've already prayed that, and they're coming in here right now today. Because the spirit wants to learn. And the spirit will pass that on. You just wait and see. They'll be quiet. They'll be silent. They'll stay at home. They'll sit in prayer. And God, the most high at God be loved, will be teaching them. You want to see how that works? You go watch the movie. Doctor Strange by Marvel with Bert Cumberbatch. He discovered a whole world he knew nothing about to get healed. While his body was sleeping, his spirit would be up studying, reading. And then his spirit would pass that knowledge to his soul. God will work. Satan, this God of that nation, of the seventh century, where women cannot go to school. He just lost them by trying to control them, deny them. They're now gone from him. Mm -hmm. And this picture, this video shows God works. Mm -hmm. You go watch that movie, Dr. Strange. It's wonderful. You, You need to 
understand this God, there's nothing he cannot do and will not do to help you believe and have his knowledge. And to become a spiritual disciple of him. Yep. That nation lost all those women. Millions of them. Millions of them. They see the hypocrisy of this God. Because some of those leaders, their daughters, are off in other nations learning. But not in this nation. Mm-hmm. But God has picked them up. He's got them now. They believe in him. They want him as their God. And then they'll discover more about him and his son, Christ Jesus, and how he loves them. And he wants them to be educated and how he wants them to learn and grow and how he works. So let's get back to school time. Let's. Become a disciple. Get your pencils and notebooks out spiritually. Spiritual lessons come from a textbook, the Holy Bible. They don't have to know that in that other nation. I have to know it. My prayers have to be righteous prayers. My prayers as a priest unto God for these women in that nation have to be righteous and pure. To fulfill God's desires for them. Spiritual lessons come from the textbook, the Holy Bible. There's a dress code that's required. Yeah. Daily attendance is required. Your discipline will be required. Pay attention to your spiritual teacher, the Holy Spirit, Pastor Deborah. You don't have to worry. You don't have to have internet. You're right here right now. You're in the garden. You just tell God in your heart, please teach me. I want to learn. And you will get spiritual knowledge and earthly knowledge. You'll learn. And you will be happy that you have chosen this God of the Holy Bible with his son, Christ Jesus, as your God now. Freely chosen. And you have turned from the other one that's in your culture. Mm -hmm. And if you read the old guy's book, God will change the words. And you'll be reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. There's individual and group spiritual classes, instructions. All are welcomed. No one is too young or too old. There's room for everyone. Then test time on what you have spiritually learned. How will that look in that nation where the women have been denied school? They will be taught about love your enemy. They'll be tested in their hearts about these men who made these rules. Denied them things in the natural. They will have to learn to love them and see that they are deceived by this God they're serving. The book that he says is his. And they will have to be tested on their love and forgiveness. And they will have to learn how to love all others, no matter what happens. Test time. 
And then when they speak or they have prayers, they'll be tested. Because they need to know, have they learned what they've been taught? The test grades are pass or fail. Right now they're in great hurt and pain, disbelief and sorrow, hate for these men who made these rules, for that God. And they will learn that that God is really Satan in disguise, working through ignorance and darkness. But they must learn to forgive those who have made these rules and see that they are spiritual beings in there who are ignorant and do not know this God that they have found. If you spiritually pass your test, you move on to the next level, the next grade, the next lesson. If you spiritually fail, you'll get to read again, study again, be in the garden, learn it again, and you'll gain the information again and take the test. It sometimes takes a while to pass to see those who have hurt you, denied you freedom, to love them with the heart and the eyes of the Heavenly Father who found you. Everyone will be learning at their own speed. And you'll take the test again. Then you'll learn some new stuff. Test. And learn some more stuff. More test. And some will be absent from school. And not learn. Some will say this is too hard. I don't have enough time. This is ridiculous. It's not changing my life in the natural. Nothing's happening. And they'll drop out of school. Become bitter. Find another way. Go back to the old source. But not you. You come spiritually to the garden. You give God your heart and mind. Let him work with you. Unseen in the realm of the spirit. He'll help you to learn what you don't know spiritually. And he'll help your soul to learn what you desire. If it's medicine, the law, engineering, math. Mm -hmm. He'll help you. He'll teach you through nature. Mm -hmm. He will not leave you alone, ignorant. He will help you mature spiritually and in the natural. And you will learn more about him as Agape Love, your heavenly father, and what he desires for you to become. So be encouraged. Become a spiritual disciple. You're already thirsty for knowledge. And now in some nations, you're thirsty to go to school. That is so wonderful. But now you're going to think that you will become a student in the realm of the spirit. And it will help you in the natural realm. Nothing in the natural realm in your nation may ever change. But he can work with you if you desire it. And help you become educated, learned, knowledgeable, even in things of math and science, community, politics, leadership, 
and you'll become a teacher yourself one day of little ones. Maybe just your own children. Maybe children in the neighborhood. Maybe your brothers and sisters. Maybe one day your mama or your papa. But become a spiritual disciple, a student of agape love of the Heavenly Father and Christ Jesus. And if you would like that right now, just nod your head. It's done. You'll get a Hebrews 4.12. That's a spiritual circumcision. Your spirit will be circumcised, freed of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of the soul. You'll be able to come out like this one. And God will speak to you in your dreams freely unhindered you'll be able to understand him your spirit will be able to have dreams of him you'll get to know him and he'll help your soul to understand all that you're learning there's nothing impossible for him to help you do when you seek him as a disciple a student so you be encouraged you become a spiritual disciple of agape love, the great I am, the God of the Holy Bible. Even if you don't have the Bible, he'll read it to you in your dreams. Mm -hmm. You just tell him, I want you as my God. I don't know you, don't know anything about you. But Pastor Deborah says you're a loving God and you want me to learn and grow to school. Help me. And that's all it takes. So welcome to the school, through the Holy Spirit of the kingdom of heaven with Pastor Deborah. I'll see you next time in the next video. Bye.